What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Jordan Kurtz with the comments from the Peanut Gallery podcast. I am super pumped today to talk to my man, Kevin Kroom. How you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I'm great. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful day. Fights are back in the UFC today. Thank God. Heck yeah. I know, right? That three-week layoff was rough. Oh, man, I, I was jonesing for some fights. I mean, it, it was cool last night to see LFA back in action, but then to, you know, to finally get some UFC fights going back again this week and to start off with a banger in the main event with Calvin Cater and Max Holloway. What right. just what a way to come right. back. For sure, for sure. I mean, it always uh, when there's like a lull in the fights, it always just like proves to me how I really just don't do anything with my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's nothing going on. So I'm just like sitting around twiddling my thumbs like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. So I'm super pumped to talk to you, man. Like you just seem like you're one of the most interesting characters in the entire UFC. Like just ev everything from the outfits, the walkouts, the antics at the weigh-ins. Just, I mean, the the '90s cartoons on everything. I absolutely love it, bro. It's just, just pure nostalgia. Just hits right home. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, man. I mean, I aim to entertain and everything, so I'm glad it works. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so, so I want to ask you if you had to say what what's your, you know, if you you had to have your ideal Saturday morning lineup of '90s cartoons, what would be some of those on that list? Oh man, I'm gonna say uh, uh, Turtles, obviously Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, the original Transformers, uh, and then I'm gonna go into like All Real Monsters, probably um, some Rin and Stimpy. Um, uh, I mean, there's a million more. There's a million more that those are the, those are the ones coming to my head at the moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, so were you, uh, you know, a big bowl of cereal guy while watching those cartoons on those Saturday mornings as a kid, or or what did that look like for you? Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> I grew up in like a really sheltered home, so like I wasn't really allowed to. I didn't have cartoons too much, which is probably why I love them so much now. I uh, gotcha. However, I am that. I am that now. Like you know that scene in Big Daddy where. Uh, He's like eating eating milk, and the or the milk goes down his lip while he's laughing. That's me, one hundred percent, man. I watch I watch Looney Tunes and just cheese out, like for sure. That's awesome, man. I, I absolutely love it. So you you've you talked about like all that and everything before. Something something that you like. What what was your favorite all that skit? Ah. Uh, Man, uh, I just remember there's one with like Roseanne. Uh, like she like is putting. Uh, man, I can't. I can't remember. It's been so long. But uh, she's like putting a like a sandwich under her armpit to warm it up. Man, it's been <laughs> so long since I've seen all that, so I can't really remember. Uh, to be honest, but I remember that one for sure. <laughs> Now, have you ever came to the thought process that Rocket Power was the stoner cartoon for stoners before they knew they were stoners? Yeah, for sure. Those kids are all fucking stoners. And then, like, they have, like, the older surfers in there who, like, I mean, <laughs> obviously, they're just 
fucking ripping bongs all day. Yeah, so uh, yes, for sure. No wonder why I like that cartoon so much when I was a kid. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love skating too. So I mean, it all it all works out. <laughs> Yep, yep, absolutely. So speaking of that, there's been some big news as far as USADA goes in the recent history that you know you've also had a lot of attention for. What yeah. what is your thoughts on this? And and obviously USADA is separate from the state commissions. So yeah. but h- how do you think that this maybe greases the wheels for the process going forward on just getting that out of the picture? Yeah, well, uh I'm glad I can answer this on here because I'm tired of typing all these answers out, you know, to all the people who, who message me, you know, so at least I can get it on video for them. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's hope, let's hope. And I mean, I'm sure it's like the first domino falling, you know, but uh, at this moment, it really doesn't mean anything, you know, like, I mean, USADA still gives the commissions everything, you know, like, uh, so like whatever, but I mean, hopefully, hopefully, this is the first step in it. Like, I can't believe we're even having this conversation. It's legal in Nevada. Like, I don't get how I can bang a hooker in Nevada, but I can't smoke weed and fist fight. Like, this just, like, blows my mind. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get that. But, like, whatever. There's a lot in this world I don't get. So, I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I'm glad that, that you saw this mind. Uh, although, really, you saw it really never had a problem with it. So, like... Uh, it 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 hasn't really changed anything yet, but hopefully, like you said, hopefully this is like greasing the wheel and it starts to get things going. Uh, like whatever, man. Like uh, I quit smoking weed a few weeks ago for this fight, just so like I'm 100% good and this bullshit won't happen again. So I mean, whatever. Uh, hope hopefully, like you're saying, like uh, it just gets the ball rolling. But man, I can't even believe we're having this conversation. Like come on it's fucking weed you know like yeah. i understand you don't want me getting high maybe like right before i walk out which that's cool because i don't want to get high right before i walk out you know what i mean like yeah uh, i i have definitely fought high when i was an amateur but uh definitely not something i would do in the ufc you know what i mean so uh whatever let's hope let's hope this just gets the ball rolling like I can't believe. Yeah, man. So, I I mean, like there, I I hope that it gets the ball rolling for it. When you have an allowance for, you know, like a Tyrannoball threshold and things along those lines, but you're still popping guys for smoking weed. Like that, that just seems absolutely asinine to me. You know, especially if you take the fight on fucking 36 hours, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I understand if you have a full camp, like, you should be able to stop smoking, like, a week before and be good. However, if you take the fight on 36 hours, I got high 40 hours ago, and I didn't have a fight then, you know? So, like, that is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I can't even imagine what that must have felt like, like, knowing that, God damn it, man, I have to, you know, I have to give back my win, you know, the, the bone... The, you didn't have to give back the bonus, but you got fined on nope. top of everything. But that—that's yeah. just—that's just a kick in the dick. Yeah, man, you said it for sure. Uh, I mean, it sucks, but also, like, at the same time, I don't really give a fuck. Like, yeah, I don't want to pay the fine. That sucks, but like, it doesn't change anything. We all know I won. It's on ESPN. You can watch it now. That fight changed my life 
changed my confidence. You know what I mean? So like, whatever, you know, like, I mean, uh, the bad can outweigh the good in that scenario. I'm just hoping that this is some shit uh, we don't have to worry about, you know, in the very near future. So hopefully, you know, me, me uh, taking the ax for this one helps other people not have to go through the same thing, you know? Definitely, man. So I want to peel the layers of the onion back a little bit here for you. You've got a you've got a pretty wild style, and you've definitely been well traveled as far as your fight career goes. Who have been some of the biggest influences as far as your particular style and approach? Oh man, uh, I uh, I don't like like that's a. Uh, interesting question and like a hard one like like obviously I am a sum of everything I've seen and everything that I you know I mean like like we're all like wow I want to believe I'm original really I'm just a sum of all the movies and all the shit I've seen you know what I mean like uh man I don't I don't know about like influences uh yeah I just try to I try to be me like I uh have always been a really hard worker I've always been really tough and like like these are just things that that's who I am. Uh, like obviously, I've gotten a lot of my skill from you know my training partners and James Krause has changed my life and changed my fight game and and basically changed everything about me. So so I mean he he has been an incredible influence uh, in that aspect. It's really awesome to to see what he's teaching work at the highest level. You know uh, we'll be in class on on one week and then I see him go out there and do the same moves that he showed me uh, at the highest level of the sport and, and come home a victor. So, you know, I mean, obviously James Krause for sure. Um, uh, my old coach, Chris Luttrell, uh, you know, big, big uh, guy in Jackson's back in the day. And he now has his own gym um, for sure. I, uh, I used to go to war with Cowboy Cerrone every day when I was at Jackson. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there's a little piece of that in there. But, uh, fuck me, I mean, I just try to focus on being me, you know. So, <laughs> maybe if I had taken some inspiration from some other people, I, I, maybe I would have won more. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. So, the James Krause effect, I feel, is real. Yeah, I mean, that, that's just one of the most all-around intelligent human beings that I've encountered just across the board with life. Not it just blows the fight my game. Mind. It yeah. blows my mind. Like, we've been in the fight game. He, he started fighting, like, maybe six months before I did. And he's so much smarter than I am. You know, like, he'll talk about, he'll talk about things. And, like, like, you can just tell, like, fuck, this guy has really just broken it all down and thought about it. Like, I just... I'm smart, but in a lot of ways, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm a doer and, uh, that man's a thinker and, uh, I'm very blessed and happy to, uh, to be at his side and, and to be able to learn from him. And like 100%, I would not be where I am in my career. I am in the UFC 100% because of James Krause. He put his reputation on the line for me. He got in fights with his managers. He, he, he like he fought tooth and nail to get me in and i'm so fucking happy that i didn't let him down <laughs> oh definitely now you had a situation where right before you got signed for the roosevelt fight you kind of got signed and then things fell out that that happened right 
Yeah, 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 it did. I um, I fought I fought August fourteenth for FAC, won an FAC title, and then I got signed to fight. Uh, two weeks later, I think it was supposed to be uh, August like twenty eighth or some shit like that. Uh, I was supposed to fight Alex Caceres, who I'm fighting now. Um, uh, man, it was on the, it was on. Uh, I woke up my 13th year anniversary for my first fight at 5 a.m. to my manager calling me, telling me, asking me how it felt to be a UFC fighter. I lost my shit, freaked out, screamed, probably woke everybody in the neighborhood up, uh, flew to Vegas, top of the world, everything's great, get there, pop, pop for COVID, had no symptoms, felt amazing, got sent home, and, uh, and released within 24 hours. I got signed and released in 24 hours. And uh, man, like just a roller coaster of emotion, you know? And uh, uh, thankfully, I've grown up enough in this sport and just in my life. And uh, I have uh, gotten a little bit better uh, coping mechanisms. And uh, I didn't hit the bottle and I didn't uh, get all crazy. And uh, man, I, I stayed focused and stayed in the gym and uh, was able to change my life a couple weeks later. So very happy. <laughs> Definitely, man. I mean, that, that, that's a testament to your discipline through that process. It's kind of like almost like I feel like have you ever seen the video from Jocko Good? Yeah, good. Hey, I love that shit. Yes. Yeah, so that that I, I just that's exactly what I was drawn from you as soon as you were saying that. I'm like, well, hey, you know what? Shit happens. Like, it, it, we all face adversity, but we can either let it consume yeah. us or we can let us let it fuel us. And, and that's exactly what she let it do. Yeah, man. And uh, like going off that, like, yeah, I uh, I use that to my advantage. Obviously, uh, man, when you've had the road that I've had, you've been in the game as long as I have. When you finally achieve your goal, it's a really emotional thing. So I was really emotional. I was really excited. I was super happy. And uh, I felt like I kind of got that all out of the way. And then, so when I was signed to fight Roosevelt, like uh, it was like my second time being there. I didn't really have the emotions, uh, you know, like it was just strictly business. So, so yeah, like uh, good. I used it, you know, and uh, man, I'm really happy with myself. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. I mean, and you deserve to be because that, that was a stellar performance. I mean, huge underdog. I, I definitely benefited at the sports book because of it. But, you know, as I'm sure a lot of people out there did who knew, who just knew that you were a game better, that you were going to go in there and you were going to give them a fight, plain yeah. and simple. And especially oh, if yeah, they I saw would, your performance known. at FAC, like as much volume as you had in that fight. Like, holy shit, this guy's throwing a punch every single second of this fight. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I, like, tried to count it one time, and I threw, like, over 600 punches in that fight. Uh, I had to, like, watch it over and over and over again, and both me and my friend, like, had a counter, and we counted. Yeah, so five rounds, like, over 600 punches. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, I'm a gamer. I come to fight, so... <laughs> Now, where does that come from? Like, what what's what was your inspiration that really kind of got you going, or or what fueled your fire and made you find your why as a fighter? Uh, I was born. Okay, <laughs> you know, like uh, uh, I always somehow, somehow, some way, like never had no quit, 
you know, like I, I don't, I don't quit. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't know necessarily where that came along, but, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, a little childhood trauma probably helps out too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I've always loved fighting. I watched three little ninjas when I was like six years old. And, uh, like ever since then, like that was my shit, man. Like I just love fighting. I love wrestling rough house, you know, and, uh, I don't know how, how many times my friends have gotten mad at me because I won't, won't stop messing with them. You know, uh, it's just, it's just what I love, man. It's who I am. And so, it just uh, as soon as I found out that there was something called Ultimate Fighting, I'd never, I'd never seen a fight. I, I didn't know what MMA was. I just knew there was something called Ultimate Fighting, and I was like, "That's what I'm gonna do." Here nice. I am. <laughs> Did you get into a lot of fights then, growing up? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I got my my fair share of scuffles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like it, it's uh you know it it's really kind of a polarizing question with a lot of fight like there's some guys like no I never really got into fights until I started training and like you know fighting in a cage and there's yeah. other guys that oh no like I I've been scrapping since I came out yeah yeah I, I I was always scrapping I like remember being like 18 and being like man like I really like to fight but like if I keep doing this in the street I'm gonna get stabbed and. Uh, I don't want to get stabbed. So, uh, luckily, luckily MMA fell in my lap and, uh, here we are, man. <laughs> nice. So if you had to, for the people who may not be completely familiar with, with the Kevin Kroom style, how would you describe it to him? Uh, man, uh, I, uh, James Krause kind of gave me my new nickname crash uh, because he said that I, I create a consistent car crash, uh, you know, and, and I mean, that, that's pretty true. I, I'm, I'm always in there. I'm always going for the kill. Uh, and, uh, everything I do hurts, you know, like, uh, uh, I'm just like hard and bony and solid. I've been doing man work since I was a little kid. You know, I, I grew up doing construction. I, I, I did construction until I got signed, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll still do a little bit here and there, but yeah, man, I mean, I just, I've always been a, a hard worker and tough and uh, yeah, man, I, I just create car crashes. So it's a pretty, pretty good way to describe it. I love it. I love it. That, I mean, you can't really describe it any more perfectly and leave it to James to be the one to, to put the coin on it right then and there. That smart yeah. guy, him. I know, man. I know, man. I'm so happy he's in my corner. <laughs> Definitely. Now for sure, he he hasn't been in my corner for a lot. He probably now we're about even, uh, or maybe like a little bit more. But he's cornered against me a whole bunch of my life, so it's it's funny. It's funny how it all works out, you know. <laughs> I guess it, it makes sense though. You guys being out there, both in Missouri, you know, it, it's very very localized with a lot of that. I feel like anybody who's kind of been around a couple of different teams or gyms or so on and so forth on in, in a localized area, that's probably a fairly common dynamic. For sure. I mean, if you're a fighter around here, you're fighting everybody. So yeah, you know. <laughs> well, especially you Midwesterners, you crazy sons of bitches are fighting every other weekend. I had, uh, my amateur career was 14 months and I was 20 and 0. Jesus Christ. And bro. I, I, had two fights before I started training. 
So like, yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> oh, man, you got to have a passion for that to be going through that much damage without getting paid. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't uh, at the time. Also, it was like 2007, 2008. Everything was a lot different. And uh, I had the cardio and I was just so tough that like really nobody at, at that level was ready for it you know what i mean like i just i never stopped and i was just tough as shit so it just worked out <laughs> what's your favorite way to do cardio what's your favorite endurance work that uh, i mean just fight grapple you know uh you okay. know the, the gym you know what i mean like i i'm i used to i used to be really big into swimming uh, i used to do like some pretty crazy swim workouts and, and that was that was cool but uh yeah man i'm i'm a big I like get questions all the time. Hey, how do I get my cardio up for doing this? It's, well, you do it. You know, it's like, if you, if I said, Hey man, I want to get better at math. You're probably going to tell me to do math, you know? So that, that's what I do. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Now you're in the stages of, of camp now to where, I mean, you, you don't have to cut a lot of weight, but yeah. you still, still have to, I'm sure take some things out of the diet while you're cutting down. What's one of the hardest things for you to give up during a weight cut? Ice cream. Ice, ice cream, cream, man. I love ice cream milkshakes. That's my shit. I love it. And, uh, yeah, uh, it sucks when I can't have it. But, you know, I mean, that's the name of the game. <laughs> what flavor? Uh, I mean, I really like strawberry, like strawberry milkshakes for sure. But uh, what, whatever. I like uh like custard and concretes with like stuff in them. So, I mean, it just depends. Whatever you're buying, I'm eating. Okay, okay, that, that's good. I'm on a, uh, I, I'm detoxing the entire month from sugar and caffeine. So thinking of ice cream with milkshakes, just like, oh my God, that sounds oh. so good right now. Yeah, that's rough. I did a, I did a sober October a few years ago and uh, decided to do no caffeine as well. And that was pretty rough i don't know if i could do no sugar too that 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 might kill me <laughs> yeah there's been uh there's been some days where it hasn't been so easy for sure but i i don't know I, it just was a it was kind of a, a mental exercise too at the same time on top of just yeah. to, you know go through a cleanse for the body yeah yeah for sure uh and and that's kind of why i did it. it's like i can stop smoking and drinking uh for a month no problem uh but the caffeine, that was a big thing. And so, so I did it, but I'll be honest. I don't know if I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, uh, I, I'm trying to explore some alternate options to coffee and all that. Just, you know, try, trying to figure out maybe is there some better stuff like mushroom coffee and tea, or just maybe some things that aren't as acidic. This good yeah. is that part of the reason why I, I, I decided to lay off on coffee is I was just, I had, and I had never had it before. I mean, I, I'm a huge, you could ask Yusuf, like, Yusuf, like, oh, this motherfucker loves this coffee. But <laughs> I, love I, your, I love your Yusuf voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he, he just always make, would make fun of me for having my coffee and everything. But I just, I had started to get like some stomach aches for a little bit and I, yeah. I was starting to narrow it down to like, they were coming after I was drinking coffee. So I figured let's, let's try to just purge this shit for a minute and let's see if, uh, let's see if it works and see if they go away. And it's, that's been working so far, but there's definitely been some moments where I'm like on the edge of like, 
God damn it. I just want some coffee and things would be a little bit easier. I wouldn't want to, you know, wouldn't want to road rage or some shit like that, you know? Right. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm very aware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. So as we, as we tie some things up here, is there anybody that you want to plug? Anyone you want to shout out? Uh, man, obviously, James Krause, Grant Dawson, uh, Glory MMA. Uh, it's amazing, man. I love my gym. The, the, the best, best people around. Uh, it's really awesome. Um, HKA uh, USA uh, Fightwear, um, Onyx. Um, man, hit me up on uh, Instagram or Twitter, Kevin Kroom underscore UFC. Also, I have a podcast. It's just me and my friends being really fucking silly. Uh, if you like to learn science and shit like that, this ain't the podcast for you. If you like to be <laughs> a silly goose, holla at your boy. Uh, it's uh, the All Out of Bubblegum podcast because I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. So, heck yeah, check that out on Spotify. And, uh, yeah, yeah, man, I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, last question, what can the fans expect from you against Bruce Leroy? Heck yeah, man. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to crash, flash, and dash. Absolutely love it, brother. Always a showman. I appreciate your time, my man. Thank you so much for coming on the comments from the Peanut Gallery podcast. This was episode number 99. The next one we're bringing to you is number 100. Thank you all so much for following along. You can check me out on the MMA Plug presented by denversportsbetting.com on Mile High Sports Radio every Wednesday night with the voice of the LFA, the Legacy Fighting Alliance, Mr. Ron Crook. And you will see you next time. 